Lions of the Globe on the web and radio. He would scoff at a stretch of that man, I would think. You're listening to Talkin' Boxing with Billy C. From upstate New York in the good old U.S. of A. Boxing is here to stay because we are here to stay. The best two hours of boxing talk on the airwaves. If you were going to give me one-fourth of what Ricky Hat would get, you'd hear dead air silence be in my car heading to the airport. Hector Camacho Jr. Hector, what's up, brother? Roy Jones Jr. joins us. Murad Muhammad's here with us. Former IBF junior middleweight champ. Kasim Umo. David Tuamantua joins us. I'm proud to be joined with Emmanuel Stewart. Peter Manfredo Jr. Peter, what's up, kid? Heavyweight prospect. Brian Minto. Salute the Bella. Louis Ron Wine, right? Former world lightweight champion. Livingstone Bramble. Number one ranked Andre Berto. Jose Roman. Irish James Moore. Star boxing show the Boy, it's just so great to be able to tell your listeners, Billy, because it makes me feel good to be talking boxing uh, with Billy across America, it is real. People can release in the good house. with boxing's image on the road. Our sport is just fading in the face of inferior competition. One of the reasons why I like your show is because when boxing's operating correctly, there's no sport that's better. This may be that it's needed, but the sport's back on its feet. Talking boxing with Billy C. is on. Now. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart. And we're coming to you live from the Billy C. Studio in Lake George, New York. I'm Bill Calagero, and it's time for Talking Boxing with Billy C. Good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Haven't, haven't been on the show in a year. You knew, you knew, you knew, how many times are you going to hear that today? You know, hey, I haven't seen you in a year. You know, hey. You know, or, or better yet, you know, uh, the day before, you know, New Year's Eve day, the last day you're at work. You know, it's like, see you next year. You know, <laughs> how many times? How many times, huh? But uh, anyway, you know, we're kicking off the year. Uh, eh, we're kicking off with a good show, like uh, like usually. Um, but uh, we, we kicked it up a notch. I told you we were. We got some great prizes that we're giving away uh, today. Uh, I mean, just our normal stuff, you know, like our trivia question. Uh, you know, that's, that's a normal thing. I got, um, I got some other uh, stuff I'm giving away. I, I know the best, uh, you know, the, the, the winning bet that we have with Odds Maker. Uh, the winner is going to get something <laughs> substantial today. So a lot of, a lot of stuff coming up uh, in a little bit. Uh, I just wanted to uh, remind everybody before we get cooking here. Uh, this week, our blast from the past is uh, Packy McFarland. Uh, we've talked about Packy uh, once before, I believe, a long time ago. Uh, you know, one of these fighters that uh, just, you know, great, great fighter, never won a world title. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about him. Uh, heavyweight Spotlight is on Ernie Shavers. You know, how many times have we mentioned, oh, Ernie Shavers, oh, you know, so-and-so beat Ernie Shavers. Oh, he, he went the distance with Ernie Shavers, you know, and uh, we never talked about Ernie Shavers. So uh, he's going to be our heavyweight spotlight, our feature fighter. Um, and, and, you know, the feature fighters we try to, uh, we try to have – uh, fighters that you know aren't that far removed from uh, uh, from the game, and uh, although we've had him on before and he's been on as a guest and everything else, I figured uh, let's kick off the year with Vinny Pazienza. So uh, he's gonna he's gonna be our feature fighter. So uh, you know if you're new to the show, and we got uh, um, quite a few new listeners. Um, you know the bottom line is. Uh, uh, with the feature fighter, email me uh, what your thoughts are on Vinny Pazienza, and then Friday, you know, I go over 
um, you know what you, everybody's thoughts are, and then give you mine. So, uh, you know, do that. Um, our um, next week, Scott won't be uh, joining us this week. He's under the under the weather. Uh, so we're going to kick off next week. Uh, with our divisional breakdown, which is going to be, uh, we're starting back over again, strawweight division, work our way up. Uh, the following week is going to be uh, a great legend versus legend, which, as you know, is sponsored by uh, the Title Bout Championship computer game. Uh, those guys are great. If you want to get a copy of that game, uh, it's real easy. Just go to our website, www.talkingboxing.com, click the sponsor page, and uh, uh, you'll see it. Or download the newest uh, uh, issue of the magazine, which, incidentally, um, the last issue is still up. Uh, we will have a new one out, I believe. I, I don't know if it's this week or, or next week, but uh, so if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure you do that. And there's a couple of full-page ads for uh, Title Bout in there as well, so uh, check that out. Um, our Greatest Fight Series is going to continue the week after uh, with uh, Gene Tunney against Harry Greb, uh, May 23rd, 1923. Uh, so uh, we'll be uh, talking about that. Uh, I, I love doing those greatest fight series, especially when uh, this particular matchup I've read a lot about. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I love, uh, like, the one about uh, um, the, the one we did a, a little while ago where both uh, Benny, it was with Benny Leonard and both uh, Scotty and myself learned a lot about the fight and, and the fighters. So uh, uh, this is it's a great uh, segment. I'm glad we do it. Don't forget uh, the message boards. Keep uh, uh, keep signing up for those. you got to go to billycboxing.com and uh, get into them that way. Um, mailbag, keep your mailbag and bitches going. And speaking of bitches, Elkie's going to be joining us today. And uh, I think she's got a, a bitch that, uh, that I agree with today. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, T-shirts, you know to deal with them. Uh, they're on the website. Just make sure you specify uh, the color and the size under the comments when, uh, when it prompts you. Um, the Billy C. chat room. Uh, BillyCBoxing.com and then uh, uh, click the chat button you can get in there uh, I didn't start it yet uh, we had some system problems imagine that this morning uh, so I'll be doing that in a little bit and uh, the new uh, West Coast Mob Talking Boxing with the West Coast Mob uh, the new issue is going to be out uh, uh, in a, today it should be up today so uh, check that one out um, as you know don't forget mark down on your calendar uh, July 4th weekend this year you're going to be spending it in Reno and uh, if you are going to be going there, drop me an email. I know it's a long way away, but I'm trying to get a head count. Uh, we will be doing a Billy C. get-together, and um, I need to know uh, how many people, you know, what, what we're going to be doing. So uh, make sure you do that. And one other thing for you premium subscribers, um, you know, in lieu of what happened a couple of months ago, um, two months ago when uh, the podcast service went down, you know, I cater to my premium subscribers, most of them. And uh, the bottom line is we don't want you to be without the show. So what we're going to be doing is uh, we are going to be putting the show up on BillyCBoxing.com every day. Um, it should uh, kick off maybe later today. Uh, and you'll have a chance. So if for some reason uh, you didn't uh, get to, to be able to download it or whatever, you'll be able to go up and, and play it. Um, it will be the full show. It's in a video version, so you get to see my head. Uh, that's about it. I don't look at the, you know, I basically see the top of my head and the headset. But, um, you know, so, but anyway, in an emergency situation, you go to do that. Uh, eventually, once the uh, our uh, programming program gets finished, uh, we will uh, have it set up a little differently. But for now, um, check it out. So, uh, bad news. I hate to uh, 
be the bearer of bad news, but uh, it's been reported um, in Puerto Rico that uh, f- former welterweight world champion Miguel Cotto, uh, his pa- his father passed away, Miguel, Miguel Cotto Sr. Uh, apparently uh, uh, it, uh, it was stemmed from a heart attack. Uh, so uh, our condolences go out to uh, Miguel Cotto uh, and his family and his friends. Um, you know, losing his pop, so it's uh, uh, pretty uh, pretty sad thing to kick off two uh, K ten uh, with uh, such a such a classy guy like Miguel Cotto, uh, learning that uh, his dad passed away. So uh, again, our condolences go out to uh, Miguel Cotto and uh, his family. So there were some fights over the weekend um, in Uganda. On Friday night, uh, 37-year-old former two-time world title challenger Justin Junko, uh, Juko uh, improved to uh, uh, 45 wins, 10 losses, one draw, with 30 of his wins coming up by knockout when he stopped uh, a very late sub. As a matter of fact, uh, I think he was in the fifth row uh, when the show started and ended up in the dressing room. Uh, Abraham uh, Amadeus. Uh, dropped to uh, he got uh, stopped in the fourth round by uh, Justin Juco, um, and uh, Amadeus uh, drops to uh, six and six. Uh, it was uh, uh, in Uganda, so like I mentioned, uh, it was in a lightweight fight. So uh, that took place, and also over the weekend, uh, we had another fight uh, that uh, uh, took place, um, and Julio David Roque uh, Ler. Julio, man, talk about a a three-name person. This is a four-name person, but uh, Julio David Roque-Lair of uh, Argentina. Uh, He stopped uh, Sebastian uh, Aledo Fiara by uh, uh, a ninth-round TKO. Uh, It was officially uh, recorded at 254 of the ninth round, and um, uh, Julio David (laughs) Roque-Lair... improves to 28 wins and six losses with 17 wins coming by knockout uh so there's a couple of fights that uh you know decent decent sized fights that uh uh took place uh over the weekend so uh, i figured i'd i'd pass you up you know uh keep you updated on that you know the the thing is, is you got to remember uh we had a real uh real slow week uh with uh, in terms of boxing news last week uh, in between uh, Christmas and New Year's, and even uh, leading up to uh, uh, to Christmas, uh, it was uh, it, it was pretty slow. I mean, you got to admit, it, it was pretty slow. I mean, if it wasn't for the for the uh, Manny Pacquiao and uh, the other guy, uh, you know, if it wasn't for him, so anybody that wants to fast forward now, you you can because uh, uh, well, not quite. I'm I'm going to get into that a little later, but uh, but you know, if it wasn't for those guys, we wouldn't have any, we wouldn't have had anything to talk about. So uh, you know, glad that I was able to talk about something for uh, two weeks. But uh, anyway, speaking of legal issues. Um, you know, and speaking ironically enough, how did this happen? How did this become in my in my order? Oh, I got to take a break. We're going to have to wait on that one in a second. Uh, and uh, when I come back, I'm going to be talking about uh, our blotter, our police bot blotter. Do you want boxing news and have an interest in reading articles by boxing's best writers and ringside reporters but are sick and tired of pop-ups, hard-to-read formats, and one-sided opinions? Then you need to visit www.thedailysports.com. Thedailysports.com is where you will find all the latest boxing news and commentaries. It's also the best place to voice your opinion by going on to the forums, all without the annoying pop-ups in an easy-to-read format. You want all the latest boxing information but don't want the BS? Then you need to go to thedailysports.com. If you like boxing, you're going to love thedailysports.com. 
We've got a great matchup tonight. Fighting out of the left corner is the number one ranked contender. No, he is not. I'm sorry, but who are you? I am the ideal computer. I am programmed to provide only fair and unbiased boxing rankings. This fighter is the number 15 ranked contender. Fair and unbiased boxing rankings? That's a new concept. Actually, it is not. The IDO has provided unbiased computerized rankings for many years. Well, we've still got a great fight tonight, folks. In the left corner is the number 15 ranked contender. The IBO, the champion of integrity. Learn more at IBOboxing.com. If you're in upstate New York and you need a trucking company, then you need Roselli Enterprises. Roselli Enterprises is trucking at its finest. They have it all. Dump trucks, dump trailers, walking floors, flatbeds, flowboys, tankers, loaders, and a full line of roll-off containers for any job, big or small. Roselli Enterprises is also the source for all your sand, gravel, and topsoil needs. Visit them on the web at RoselliTrucking.com or call 315-433-5115. That's 315-433-5115 and tell them Billy C sent you. Test one, two. Test one, two. My fellow Americans, good evening. Welcome back to Talking Boxing with Billy C. It's great to be here discussing the sweet science with everybody. I love boxing. I love talking boxing. It's what I do. Um, Bill. Oh, um, wait, what, Bill. What? Why are you interrupting yeah, um, me? What? Wrong, wrong. What's wrong, the problem? Billy what? C. I did not have. We're going to have to ask you. Speech. What do you mean, wrong, Billy C? What's going sorry. on here? Fine, I'll go. I just wanted to. Talk some boxing on TPS radio. That. That's all I wanted to do. I don't need your damn show. I'll get my own talking wrestling with the other Billy C. Yeah, that sounds good. I've always been a Hulkamaniac anyway. <laughs> Broadcasting live, brother. Welcome back to Talking Boxing with Billy C. On the mighty TPSradio.net, brother. What you gonna do, brother? And we're back. You're listening to Talking Boxing with Lucy. And don't forget, check out the website, www.talkingboxing.com. And when you get there, you'll see a fight poster. And uh, it's for the uh, Jack Johnsons. <laughs> Jack Johnsons. I got the Jets on my mind, you know. The uh, the owner, Howard Johnson. No, no, it's not Howard Johnson. <laughs> but anyway, let me get back to Let me get serious here. Uh, Jack Johnson, James Jeffries, the Centennial. You'll see a fight poster. Mark it down in your calendar, man. July 4th, Reno, Nevada. We're going to be there. We hope you get, make sure you get there. Uh, we also uh, are going to have a Billy C. get-together. All kinds of stuff going on. I'll be talking about that between now and July. So uh, uh, make sure you uh, go to the website, www.talkingboxing.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, boxing, B-O-X-I-N-G.com, and click the fight poster for all the information. Uh, you can also get to it from uh, BillyCBoxing.com. So, uh, so check that out. Um, I was just... Uh, about to say about our police blotter, uh, but you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a quick announcement before I go. I, you know, as you know, well, you know what I, I guess I'll save that for when we come back from the break, and I'll announce it then. Okay, I got a I got a a pretty decent prize for uh, uh, our oddsmaker dot com uh, player. Let's just say that. So uh, anyway, before I went to break, I was talking about. Our police blotter, you know, so uh, and starting getting, I like to, uh, you know, talk about some of the things that are not so pleasant things that happen to, to our fighters. But, uh, you know, with all this uh, talk about uh, Mayweather and, uh, and Manny Pacquiao and, and, you know, he said, she said and all that crap. Um, you know, he, he, it was announced yesterday on ESPN that, uh, or actually Saturday night, that uh, Shannon Briggs, 
Who would have ever thought that Shannon Briggs would have been do- using steroids? Now, now you know, here's the funny thing. I mean, all kidding aside, you know, you think of steroid use, right? You, you, who do you, who comes to mind like first? You know, Bobby Bonds. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, he, he's got to be the guy that, that that comes first, right? You know, so you know, you got you got Bob, you, you got uh, Bonds, right? And uh, um. He, you know, the next guy that you have to look at, I mean, Shannon Briggs, you know, all of a sudden, you know, he looks like uh, uh, the Hulk, you know, and, and uh, you know, it doesn't shock me. But again, you know, here's a guy, you know, you could assume and think and, and all of that stuff that you want. Um, but uh, uh, he never tested positive until, uh, you know, it, it, the, the, when he fought on December 3rd in New York. Um, you know, he knocked out uh, Marcus McGee, who's been uh, beaten up by everybody, um, except for me. I, 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 Marcus could probably kick my ass. But, you know, the bottom line is, uh, you know, after, you know, everybody goes through their, their uh, you know, post-fight uh, blood test and or whatever, urine test or whatever they do. And uh, he tested positive. Now, now, now he's got a record of, of testing positive. You know, so if anybody wants to assume or accuse him of it, there's some substance, and and he would have to prove himself innocent. Um, so he was suspended 90 days. You know, funny. Uh, the one thing I will say, and his uh, management, uh, uh, you know, made the statement that you know he does have asthma, and and he does. I've talked to uh, Shannon many times, and uh, um, you know he does suffer from asthma, and you know he very well uh, could have been taking something uh, to help him with his asthma. Uh, that uh, that triggered uh, the test, so we'll have to wait and see about that. But nonetheless, he's suspended for 90 days, and uh, just figured I would uh, pass that along to you. Um, you know, he, he's considering getting into the MMA. You know, um, I, I, he's just looking for a payday, a big payday. You know, uh, he's 48 wins, five losses, one draw. 42 of his wins coming by knockout. He's 38 years old. Uh, you know what? I, I was a big fan of uh, Shannon Briggs at one point. I I, I really was. Uh, uh, happy about him and you know I just think his best days are behind him you know and uh, uh, you know I know the heavyweight division is, is sparse but speaking of heavyweight division uh, former world heavyweight champion and a guy who carried uh, uh, boxing on his back for a long time yeah Mike Tyson um, you know it was announced uh, last week that uh, they will not be pressing charges against him. Uh, they uh, could have uh, gotten him in a probation violation issue with his little fisticuff uh, problem that he had at the uh, L.A. airport uh, a few months back. Um, I'm glad that they uh, they dropped this case. You know, uh, Mike Tyson is, is trying to get his act back together, and, and he certainly seems to have, you know, uh, not that I'm a Siskert and Ebert or whatever, Sispel and Ebert, whatever the hell his name is, but uh, Siskel, what the hell's his name? Somebody email me his name. But uh, anyway, uh, I saw the movie uh, recently uh, over the weekend. I saw um, uh, what was it? Hangover that Mike Tyson was in. <laughs> He's pretty, you know, I, I I got a chuckle out of him. I got, a, you know, they were really making fun of him, and uh, in a way, you know, in a, in a nice way, um, you know, he's sitting there doing his little uh, music thing. It, it was pretty funny. If you haven't seen it, it's it's. I, you know, everybody talks so much about that movie, and uh, although it was uh, uh, pretty good, um, you know, I, that was my favorite scene, of course, you know, but, uh, and uh, hey, the Americans aren't the only ones that are, are getting popped for stuff. Uh, apparently, uh, 
the uh, WBC interim. Here's the one time it's not preceded by WBA. Super featherweight champion uh, Vitaly uh, Tajbert uh, has been charged uh, uh, by Stuttgart uh, police for uh, allegedly, listen, he's been charged, he hasn't been proven guilty yet, um, after uh, he punched a guy outside a bar or disco uh, Sunday night. And, uh, you know, uh, the guy he punched uh, gets admitted into the hospital. He's in critical condition. He's got a cerebral hemorrhage. Uh, he's improving. You know. Um, you know what? You know what? The, the the funny thing. It's not funny about this, but the funny thing about boxers is, you know, and anybody that's that's you know famous. I mean, hey, I could walk around and nobody even knows who I am. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't apply to anybody like me who's a nobody. But, you know, the, 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 when you're somebody and and you know you have um, people know you and everything else, you know, you got to be cool, man. You got to be thinking, you know, especially in boxing or or any sport for that matter. It's not a a career that you're going to be doing for for the next thirty years, forty years, and you know. Uh, you should keep your nose clean, man. Stay out of the bars, and and if you do go into a bar, certainly don't you know drink and and don't get yourself in a in a situation where you either have to defend yourself, where you know now you know they, this story could have been like a Pavlik story, you know, guy comes up to him belligerently drunk or something, and uh, starts with him, he hits him, he puts him in the hospital. Now he's got to go to court. You know, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. But uh, uh, his uh, uh, universum. Uh, uh, his promotional team, uh, they're refusing to answer any questions about it. But uh, And uh, just to, uh, you know, finally, uh, uh, you know, now's the time for, for anybody that wants to fast forward because I am going to talk about uh, Pacquiao and Mayweather. So hit hit the, I'll wait a second while you can fumble around with your iPod and hit that fast forward. But the bottom line is uh, uh, it it's beneficial. I mean, I know you've heard of it. Uh, but I'm just going over some stuff that's taking place. It's official that uh, Manny Pacquiao has filed a uh, defamation lawsuit against the Mayweathers, most of them. Anyway, uh, Floyd Jr., Floyd Sr., Roger. Uh, the only one that uh, uh, wasn't announced uh, was um, uh, the other one. What, what's, I can't think of his name, but uh, he's the best one. <laughs> he's, the, he's, the, he's the guy that uh, uh, seems to keep his uh, nose clean clean out of out of uh out of all of them but um you know uh, hey you know just uh, quickly on it um you know the bottom line is it, it was a stupid move and and even uh um uh, larry merchant was quoted as saying what a dumb move you know hey listen you know if you really think that the guy and and i know there's a lot of people out there that are believing uh a lot of stuff about uh, each of these guys and 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 if you do right if you do believe it and if you want to prove them if or if you want to uh, expose the guy you got to do it in the right way man you don't you don't uh, listen it's like this it's like why tell him make these accusations you know now if the guy was using steroids which i personally don't believe he was that's my opinion and i'm sticking to it um but the bottom line is if if you if you want to expose him catch him don't hey hey i'm about to tell everyone that you use steroids you know I, you know so all of a sudden if he's using them he's stopped 
you know so now of course he's gonna say i'll t- i'll test anyway i'll pee you anyways you know hey hey easy easy pac-man don't be peeing on that wall over there you gotta pee in the cup you know but the bottom line is is uh you know if you're gonna really accuse someone um do it make sure you got some evidence man you know that's all well now this you know it's gonna be a lawsuit and everything else and uh, you know, you know who wins. Uh, you know, and and the funny thing about it is both these guys, and uh, you know, as it appears now, it seems that. Uh, you know the the way you you may want to be reading th- between the lines is that um, uh, Mayweather is the guy. Oh, I want the fight. I want the fight. I, you know, I've talked to a lot of different people on it, and and I, I got to be honest, it's split fifty fifty. Some people uh, believe Mayweather, and some people don't. You know, and uh, uh, I, I just my thinking with kind of leaning towards believing Pacquiao is only because he he puts the burden of his whole country on his shoulders and how how disgraceful would that be for him and I just don't think he would he would risk that I think that that means too much to him I, and and you know what again I'm going by what I know as far as fact you know and I've never heard of him testing positive you know you can assume and accuse and do all of those things uh, but you have to watch what you do because now there's going to be a lawsuit but uh, I like many other people believe that this fight will happen uh, I just think that there's too much money unfortunately it seems like the two guys that are going to have to get in the ring are the ones that are uh, preventing it or this was just a, like uh, Larry Merchant who I hate to quote but you know like he said you know, he says, hey, this was a promotional tactic that Mayweather is an expert at that he used, and it kind of went crazy. It just it just took a different, you know, he may not have ever wanted it to go down this road. And uh, now you have uh, people uh, against each other over it, you know. And, and quite honestly, neither one of these two guys need to fight. I, I, honestly, I think Mayweather's got more to prove to me anyway, personally, than, uh, than Pacquiao. You know, I would just like to see him fight. But the sad thing about it is, Who's left? If these two guys don't fight each other, who's left? You know, speaking of Pacquiao, they're talking about him fighting Yuri Foreman. No disrespect to Yuri Foreman, but I don't want to see Pacquiao fight Yuri Foreman. You know, they're talking about now uh, Pacquiao. You you heard him talking about possibly fighting uh, Paulie Malignaggi. Well, that's the guy who 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 Mayweather might fight. You know, do you really want to see Mayweather fight uh, Paulie Malignaggi? You know, here you got Mayweather with his defensive tactics. Uh, knowing, and again, he has a calculated opponent for for Mayweather. Uh, he knows that he's he's not a hard puncher, uh, but he does have some speed, you know. But is he gonna is is he gonna make a fight of it against Floyd Mayweather? You know, I, I don't think so. You know, neither there's not a fighter out there, with the exception of of Timothy Bradley, that I would like to see fight uh, either one of these two guys, in, unless they fought each other. And even that, you have to put an asterisk next to, because. Uh, uh, you know he's um, uh, he, he's not really a, a welterweight. He's a junior welterweight, and and uh, like Dave Murphy uh, was uh, mentioning in one of the uh, message boards, that uh, yeah, he's like yeah, you know he's good, but he just doesn't seem like he could get move up to that 147 pound class, even though it's only you know seven pounds, uh, the max anyway. But um, I agree, you know he he's he's a talented guy, and 140 pound class is so many fights for Timothy Bradley. I mean, Amir Khan comes to mind right away, you know. Um, but uh, uh, you know, as far as uh, Manny Pacquiao and uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr., I would think that um, you know unless they fight each other, who who else do you want to see him fight? I mean, really. You know, when when it uh, when push comes to shove, there's really no one else. 
that uh, at least for me, that I want to see either one of these guys fight. So if they can't play nice and step in the ring against each other, why don't they both just retire? You know, I mean, I I hate to say it uh, because they both have a lot of fight left in of them, left in them, of course. But um, yeah, I just think it's doing more harm than good because you know he got a lot of these these fight fans that are uh, or sports fans that are marginal fight fans, and uh, you know uh, they're saying, "See, this is why I now I remember why I uh, stopped watching boxing because of crap like this." You know, and and then all of a sudden we just set ourselves back, man. We were on a huge resurgence, but fear not, there's plenty of other great fights out there, and uh, I wouldn't be writing this one off yet. Uh, but uh, anyway, let's take a break, and uh, I'm scheduled to have uh, the beautiful Emily Harney coming up soon. If you want your voice heard on Talking Boxing with Billy C., then call our hotline at 845-228-8710. Leave a voicemail. Or you could just tell Billy C. that you like his mustache. Can I ask you your opinion about this well, idea? I'm just trying to give no, you the I, encouragement. Listen, all I need from you is to make sure you don't hang all up right, on people. Right. And if Sorry. we like your call, we'll play it back on the so air. You have the knowledge and wisdom of boxing because of what you do and how well Leave you do it. Leave your name, hometown, and what you think of the show. 845-228-8710. We want to hear you. Attention, all podcasters. <laughs> Talking Boxing with Billy C. has set up a brand new podcast feed that will include new features and downloads every week. Even if you already subscribed to the podcast in the past, just go to TalkingBoxing.com and hit the subscribe banner today to enjoy the new feed. That's T-A-L-K-I-N Boxing.com. Talking Boxing with Billy C. Every week, two hours of the best boxing talk on the radio. You know, there are very few young American fighters being built up into future stars and getting the attention of the networks, etc. And also building personalities again. And this goes not only, I'm not, only, you know, I'm not pointing fingers at the networks, I'm also pointing fingers at the promoters. And really, other than Floyd Mayweather, who's out there that has a persona? You know, you have, you have Mayweather, you have Delahoya. Everybody else, it's a boxing guy. Talking Boxing with Billy C. As a young boy, all Billy C. dreamed about was one day having his own catchphrase. And we're back. And we're back. One boy. One dream. One day. Everyone will say. And we're back. 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 Catchphrase, coming soon to a theater near you. And we're back. You're listening to Talking Boxing with Billy C. Don't forget, check out the website, www.talkingboxing.com. While you're at it, check out billycboxing.com. And if you're a fighter, or better yet, if you're a trainer, you want to help your fighter, uh, then you need a specialized boxing trainer. Torskin Kanzemeyer, what he does is he brings out uh, the punching power that's hiding in your fighter. And uh, i tell you the truth, it works. He showed me his system on me in a parking lot and punched me across the parking lot. And uh, it works. He's working currently right now with uh, Gavorian 
Kilvorian Gever, who's uh, going to be fighting uh, this weekend, I think, this coming weekend. And uh, he's improved him greatly. And uh, we saw what he did with Vitaly Klitschko. So uh, check him out. It's real easy. He's got an ebook out. You can drop me an email, Billy, at talkingboxing.com, or just go to the website, talkingboxing.com, and click the big poster. You can't miss him. And uh, he'll help you uh, turn your fighter into a knockout puncher. Joining me right now, she's a knockout herself, Emily Harney. Good morning, Emily. Good morning, Billy C. I always love your segues. I, I try. You know, it's a lot of times they come they <laughs> they come together. One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was th- that one just came to my mind. But uh, how was your New Year's, man? Did you, uh, were, you were you were you a good girl? Uh, never a good girl. <laughs> come on, you know me better than that by now. <laughs> no, hey, I, I, I know. I, you know, when uh, walking through the hallways at three uh, thirty in the morning, you're the only other person I see a lot of times. But uh, That's how well, you and my girls do it. You know, it's the best party part. Yeah, well, that uh, was it. What was the weather like near you? Uh, it, you know, we've been buried in snow, but. Uh, we weather it. We're good, you know. Little snow never hurts anybody up here. I tell you, it's been frigid here, man. But uh, uh, hey, I'm glad that my Jets got in the playoffs and uh, the Patriots. You're, I don't know if you're a Patriots fan, but uh, New England Patriots—they uh, a little banged up after yesterday's uh, football games. No, I know, man. You know, but that's all right. We weather it, and we'll move forward, and we still got a good team, so we'll take out the Jets again if we have to. Yeah, I know. That's what scares me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what scares me. All roads seem to go through New England at some point, but uh, uh, you know, we, we got some good fights coming up uh, for for 2010, and um, I, I, there's going to be some good ones at Mohegan Sun. I, that, that was just uh, announced late last week on the 29th. So uh, I hope to see you there. You're going to be there, of course, right? Of course, yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, the return of Manfredo and uh, Remillard, of course, but Manfredo's in a good fight, you know, it's not Vander, I, mean, I, I think it's a, a good step in the right direction for him and a good way to start off 2010, and it's, it's a good matchup. I, I think Peter beats him, no problem, but I, I think it's a good fight for him. Well, I tell you, Matt Vander's got a, a, a good... Good, uh, good record at 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 Mohegan Sun. Uh, that was where he uh, upset. Uh, what's his name? The the Irish guy there, not Duddy. Who's the other one? Um, uh, gosh, who is it? Andy Lee. Andy Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, hey, and Matt Van. I mean, uh, Matt Remillard is. Uh, He's one of my favorite young fighters, man. I, I'm I'm glad that uh, you know I hate to say it, and and you know nothing against anybody, but I, I'm kind of glad he, he signed with TKO only because, you know he he's more people are getting to see him now. You know I mean he's 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 kind of expanded beyond the New England area. He has. He's gotten a lot of good exposure with TKO. You know um, he he's gotten a lot of fights uh, around the country as of right now, which is good for him. A lot of people know who he is. They made a good home for him in Baltimore earlier this year, and he created a fan base there and brought him out to the West Coast. And uh, he, he just recently fought out, um, I, I think in Las Vegas, I, I believe. But um, yeah, they're, they're doing some good stuff with him, and I think 2010 will be a good year for him as well, come out year. Not that he hasn't had, you know, some come out years in the past, but I, I really think this is his year. You know, he's moved up pretty fast, and he's in for some good things. 
He needs to uh, now get a couple of one of those. Uh, I hate to use it, the word all the time, but like a career-defining fight. You know, like something maybe. You know, maybe he weathers a, a, a you know getting rocked a couple of times or, or a cut or or something where people can all of a sudden relate to this guy and go, you know what? Not only is he good, he's got some heart. He's got some determination. You know, and that's the one thing that Matt really, at least I haven't, and I've seen him fight a lot. I I I haven't seen him really really suffer in a fight you know i mean he's pretty much uh handled all of his opponents with ease really right he has you know but i've seen a few fights where he's where he's taken some shots and um i thought wow man i haven't seen this kid hit like this before and you know will he be able to withstand it and he has um but yeah i mean in terms of cuts and things like that we've never really seen him get too battered up um i I don't want to really see him get cut because we know that might put him out for a little bit but um, yeah, I'd like to see him, you know, get in there in the nitty-gritty with some guy and uh, see what he's what he's really got. You know, I, I know he's got it on him. He's, he does have that heart and determination. And if you know the backstory of him, you, you know that he wants this bad enough. Um, so uh, I think this will be a good year for him. But you're right. He definitely needs some and notoriety with the fans and um we'll see what TKO can do for him this year. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm looking at, you know, this, uh, you know, a lot of times the fans relate or or that's how they they latch on. I mean, look at Vinny Paz, you know, Vin, Vinny Paz, I mean, people started uh loving him just just because of him, you know, and and then then you do no wrong, you know, when the fans uh, when they love you like that, even if you have a bad performance, they're going to overlook it. When they don't have that relationship or they don't have that connection, uh, then you know they 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 pick and they, you know they pick on you. you know, well, he didn't he didn't keep his hands up. You know he's nothing. You know, and it's like you don't need that uh, with a guy like Remillard. Is he still working with um, John Scully? As far as I know, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as I know, he's still working out of Connecticut and um, with Scully along with Matt Godfrey, one of his uh, stable mates. And um, you know, we'll see what Scully can do for him this year. Yeah, you know, uh, John. Uh, uh, John's a, a good guy, and uh, I know he's got a lot of stuff going on all the time. And uh, uh, he's uh, he was the guy that was next to me during the Andy Lee Matt Vanda uh, fight. And and you know, the thing that always comes to mind is that everybody that night, all ringside, we're all talking about when Andy Lee was going to knock out Matt Vanda. It wasn't like no one said anything about Matt Vanda. You you know what I mean? I mean, it was just. It was just. Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't Matt Vanda. That was. That um, was Brian Vera. That right? was Vera. Right. Right. I, right. I missed that fight. You yeah. Know, I, you were saying that. I'm like, wow. Where was I that uh, night? Because yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah. I remember him, Brian yeah. Vera, but. I missed a lot of fights in New England, so maybe I missed that one. You know what? I just realized I I always get those two guys mixed up. It wasn't Matt Vanda. Ah, Forget forget everything I was just saying. Andy Andy Lee did get batted around that night by Brian Barrett. Nobody expected that at all. (laughs) No, right. No one did expect that. Exactly. But, oh, man. So so Peter Manfredo Jr. is not even fighting the guy I thought. Oh, okay. So they're flying Matt Vanda in from Minnesota. He's like from Minnesota. He's the guy covered with tattoos and had a couple of good fights with Julio the Chavez Jr., right? Yes, yes. Okay. And, and that's why, you know, knowing Peter, knowing what he's done in the past, that's why I think Peter's got a really good opportunity here to um, to beat him because I think he's more active than Vanda can be. Um, just based on what I've seen in the past with Chavez, Chavez isn't, isn't that fabulous to me, you know, and I think Peter's got 
a lot more heart and a lot more skill than than both of those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Any uh, any ca- inside camp news on uh, on the big fight coming up against uh, Tomas Amadak for uh, or a- Adamak? You know, everybody corrects me in, in emails. Uh, we know this is a big opportunity for uh, Jason Estrada. It is. Let me say though, I've I've heard Adamic and Adamac. I mean, I've I've gotten it all, and I figure I'm from Boston, so I'm always saying it wrong, anyways. So. Nobody murders <laughs> name. Nobody murders names worse than me, you know. And I, I, I hey, I can't I can't help it. Uh, you know, I I and and with all the with all the Ukrainian fighters and and uh, and <laughs> the fighters from the Orient, I look at these names sometimes when I, when I have to read a press sheet, and I'm like, oh my god, this is this is not even going to be close, you know. But, uh, we need to get the phonetic spelling from people from now on. I tell you, Scotty's good, man. Scotty can. Scotty comes out with uh, all the names, but jeez, uh, you know, oh, no, yeah, that's you know, silent. I'm... That that X Y Z is silent. You know, it's like okay, <laughs> okay, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, I haven't heard a thing out of the Estrada camp. Um, they've they've been pretty quiet the last couple of weeks, and I don't know if you know if it's because of the holidays or or what. I'm interested to see uh, what comes out in the next couple of weeks from, from his promoter, um, Jimmy Burchfield and his camp, you know, what's going on, who he's sparring with. But they seem to be pretty tight-lipped um, with this fight and training camp, and maybe for good reason. Um, I'm sure Jason's a little irritated that Adam Eck is looking forward um, or beyond him, you know, to his next fight, and so is television. Nobody really seems to um, be looking at this fight as a big deal, and it can be a big deal because if Jason wants this bad enough, and we know Jason does have the power to knock guys out, th- that's a possibility. Um, if Jason Jason does his time and in the gym and on the road, then Adamac is in for for a good fight and possibly losing that fight. So uh, I, I don't. I, it 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 could be a, a great situation for Jason. I think it's really the first legitimate heavyweight that we'll get to see Adamac in there against, you know, and, and yeah. you know, that's something that uh, people aren't even thinking about, it seems, anyway, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, you're talking about a guy that fought uh, Galata, Andrew Galata, you know, I mean, please, he's been done for years, you know, and you can't use him as a gauge, I don't know, I think it's going to be a good fight. Yeah, no, I agree, and and you know, you like you said, Colada right now isn't a gauge for him. You know, if you want to go back a few years, then yeah, maybe we could have tested him at, at with Colada, but now, you know, great, you got in there with one heavyweight who's past his prime. Get in there with somebody who's in his prime or just coming into his prime. Um, this could be a real come out fight for Jason, and you know, create a you know if he can come off as a good fighter he can create a better fan base for himself because you know there are people out there that don't believe in him don't think he's great uh don't think he has any any means being in there with heavyweights and this is a good opportunity for him to let people know that he does want to be there and he belongs there and he's got the heart and he wants to move forward and be world champion hey uh i wanted to uh, ask you would you have ever guessed in a million years that shannon briggs was taking steroids no, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the thing with a lot of people is boxing. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, God, I, this whole steroid thing with Manny Pacquiao and and Floyd Mayweather has, you know, brought a lot of things out of the woodwork. But you know, at this point, and especially in Shannon Briggs' career, like. What, what does anybody care? <laughs> I know. You know, the funny thing about him is, you know, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, the guy went from, you know, normal uh, normal physique <laughs> to all of a sudden Hulk-like, you know, and, and that doesn't... I 
Yeah, that, that one doesn't surprise me at all. But hey, by the way, uh, you know, I'm playing, uh, I got corrected here in the, in the chat room, uh, Siskel and Ebert, uh, because I happen to have seen uh, the movie Hangover over the weekend, and uh, Mike Tyson was in it. Did, did you get? Did you see that movie? I I did. That was one of my favorite movies. What did you think of Tyson's performance? Do you think they were kind of like goofing on Mike Tyson a little bit? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I heard recently that he, he's gotten a lot of uh, support as an actor, you know, and they loved having him on set. Uh, Hector Camacho's manager is very good friends with him, and I think spent some time on the movie set with him, and he said, you know, they just absolutely loved having him around. You know, they, they, they may have thought, you know, it's kind of a joke having him come on, but just the way he pulled off the part, they were they were amazed at it. And I guess he's been invited back or hired to work in some other movies um, from what I've heard so this could be a good opportunity for him you know to get himself back in the in the good graces of people because I don't think anybody really expected him to come off in that movie as such a, a character I mean he's a character we know that right. but he did good for him. Yeah, I no. thought he was great. I thought so. I, you know, I mean, I watched the movie and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait. Uh, this is my favorite part." Right? <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> Watching him do the, the air drums, playing air drums, was was actually the best. You know, I'm like, yeah. once I watched that, I was like glued. I wanted to see everything that he did. You know, and and he, you know, he's playing like the like the Don, you know, the way everybody's, you know, he's got, yeah. he's had his henchmen around. Yeah, it was just, it was just kind of funny. And then they, they throw in the twist with the tiger, which I thought was good, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, I, listen, he was one of my favorite fighters. I, I, it's, it's unfortunate how some of the chips uh, landed for him. I, to this day, I believe that, you know, and, and I know Kevin Rooney very well. And, and if those two guys would have stayed together, it, it's ironic because separately, neither one of them could accomplish squat you know but together they were unbeatable and and I, if they would have stayed together just a little longer i think people would have been looking at mike tyson a lot differently than they do right now yeah i agree you know and unfortunately the way he went out um to quit against kevin mcbride didn't do him any good either you know ending his career in boxing um uh, but you, you got to give the guy some credit you know for what he has done and, and making it as far as he has you know in the outside world of boxing um, so I, I would love to see him in more movies. I think that's a, a great spot for him. I'd rather see him there than back in the ring. Oh, so. yes, yes. And they are talking about, um, you know, you know uh, Mr. King is, is trying to uh, make offers that he can't refuse to get one more payday. But, uh, you know, hey, if he can uh, pick up a little side uh, little side stuff like this and appearances and stuff, I, I think I think he's found a little niche. People, you know, spe especially after that Oprah, that whole thing on Oprah, I think, uh, I think people are, are, you know, being receptive to Mike, you know. Of course, and who doesn't know who Mike Tyson is? You know, that's, that's uh, the one thing about him, the one fighter, along with Ali, that, you know, you can say to a six-year-old, seven-year-old kid, you Mike Tyson? And like, oh, I've heard the name, or they've seen him in Hangover because they've caught the movie because their parents have let him watch it. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. That, 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 that was, it was funny. It was funny, definitely, but... Emily, next week we'll have uh, more boxing stuff to uh, as we get back into the uh, into the normal routine of boxing. I'm sure we'll have some more news to talk about. But uh, I hope you have a great uh, great year, man. I, I think I think this year is going to be good for a lot of people. I do too. 2010 it just sounds like a great year, so I'm looking forward to it. A successful 2010 and. Likewise to you guys. Hey, make sure you stay warm, man. I, I know it's gonna be. I know. I know it's gonna be cold here for the next few days. It's in single digits, and with the snow and the wind, it's it's brutal. It's 
Stay in. Go back to bed. Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily. Take care. You too. Bye bye. That's Emily Harney, and uh, she's she's in a location that's pretty cold too. So. Uh, but uh, anyway, yeah. If you uh, if you haven't, not that uh, I'm a big uh, uh, movie. I, you know, I I, I like movies. I, I'm, you know, but I'm you know I'm one of these guys that uh, you know. I, I, when movies went to like costing, you know, when you needed to start using a credit card to get into a movie theater, I was just like, wait a minute. You know, I'm spending two hundred dollars a month on television. You know, get on demand. You get you know all these same things. So I kind of wait for it to come out there. So I didn't see it obviously in the movie theater. But I saw it on, you know, like a pay-per-view type of a thing, and uh, it was great, man. I I liked uh, I liked the the, the the Tyson part anyway. But uh, um, anyways, um, you said Mac. You know, uh, this is a guy that's had a. Uh, nobody's ever going to say when all is said and done that you said Mac had a had an easy uh, road to a, a championship uh, uh, title shot. Um, he's one step away from it right now when he steps in the ring. Uh, against uh, former uh, uh, light heavyweight champion Glenn Johnson, he's on the undercard um, of the um, um, the big fight that's taking place on the thirtieth. Actually, uh, the fight that people should be talking about instead of uh, a lot of the other stuff. With uh, hit the fast forward button with Pacquiao and uh, uh, Mayweather, but you know, um, and I'm talking about Mosley and Andre Berto. But Yusef Max. Uh, uh, had a tough, uh, tough road, you know. Really, he's fought some good fighters. Uh, he's currently the NABA light heavyweight champ. Uh, he's 28 wins, two losses, two draws. He's fighting against, like I mentioned, uh, you know, a guy that's been uh, at the top and uh, has has been robbed many times. People believe that uh, this is a guy that was robbed uh, several times uh, with outcomes not going the way. Uh, he had hoped, and I'm talking about Glenn Johnson, who's 49 wins, 13 losses, two draws. And uh, 33 of his wins coming by knockout. This is an elimination bout for the IBF uh, uh, title. Um, the winner of this fight will get a shot at Tavares Cloud, who's uh, undefeated 20-0 with 18 knockouts. So um, it's going to be a good fight uh, on for uh, Sugar Shane Mosley and uh, Andre Berto. And uh, when they announced this one as being on the undercard, uh, it kind of uh, uh, made things uh, pretty cool. And, and speaking of which, as... Uh, uh, Emily Harney mentions uh, about uh, segues. Well, here's a good segue. And uh, I got a mailbag, so I'm going to throw in a mailbag right now. This is from my man Dwayne from California. Dwayne in California. That's 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 how he signs his email, So, which is cool because uh, that's the way we say it, you know, Dwayne in California. And then to be not to be mixed up with the other Dwayne from, uh, you know, wherever. I don't know if there's another Dwayne. <laughs> of course there's another Dwayne, but anyway, this Dwayne. Uh, wanted to talk about this uh, uh, fight against uh, 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 Sugar Shane Mosley and Andre Berto. Um, you know, he's going with Mosley, and uh, this is his mailbag. He, he doesn't think Berto's ready. I agree with, with Dwayne, man. Uh, you know, I, I love Andre Berto. Andre Berto's been on this show uh, a bunch of times. As a matter of fact, we, we got to start uh, getting some of these guys back on. But, um, you know, Andre Berto is, is a great kid. You know, uh, um, he's one of these, uh, well, he's like a modern-day champion, a guy who ends up with a belt early in his career, similar to like a Tavorius Cloud that we just mentioned. Lamont Peterson had his shot. Timothy Bradley is a good example. Where they get their belt young, and they start to develop 
as a champion. That was never the case e even 10, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, and then, of course, it wasn't the case back in, in uh, you know, the, the heyday of boxing. Uh, you know, you, you earned your shot at the title. You know, a contender meant, you know, you were fighting top 10 contenders. And after you beat those guys, then you got the shot. You know, there was a number one contender. He got the shot. So you had to fight all those other contenders to get that number one spot in order to get your shot. That really doesn't happen anymore. There's so many titles. There's so many rankings. There's so many contenders. Uh, you know, and and make a long story short, Andre Berto becomes a champion. Now, um, the big question here, and uh, you know, I, I agree with Dwayne. Um, not only is it the first big fight of the year, it, it's it's a fight that should be getting more press. Um, and it's a huge gauge for Andre Berto. You know, Andre Berto, one of the things I notice about Andre Berto is the way his, his uh, stance is. His feet are so far apart. Um, you know, he, he's got that, his physique, his body, his build seems like he's got so much power and, and we know that he lands a, a devastating uppercut but he's he, he looks like his body can really inflict some damage on you and i think because of uh, and i'm no trainer but i think the way his feet are the way they're spread apart he's losing a lot of his power when he's delivering those punches he needs to work with torskin but uh you know i, I think he's losing that and the other thing that's even worse and you know you say to yourself what can be worse balance you know, and, and he's stepping in the ring with a guy in Sugar Shane Mosley who has been absolutely one of my favorite fighters over the last, you know, Google of years or whatever, gaggle of years, you know, bunch of years. But uh, the bottom line is uh, Sugar Shane Mosley, one of my favorite fighters. The guy has speed. He's got power. He's got heart. He's been around. He's just, he's a class guy. Classy, classy. I mean, I, there's nothing better than a talented, talented fighter that's got class. And, uh, you know, Sugar Shane Mosley is one of these guys. And so does Berto. Berto has class. He's cool. You know, but uh, Sugar Shane going strong at 38 uh, a lot of people talk about uh, the winner of this fight possibly fighting uh, Manny Pacquiao or uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Uh, if these two guys don't get in the ring against each other you know uh, again you, you say to yourself um, why you know I mean for Mosley or Berto to fight Mayweather or Pacquiao that's a great paycheck for them um, but does either of those guys really stand a chance with, with, with Mayweather or, uh, or Pacquiao? You know, um, you got to think Mosley does because, you know, of, of his last performance. But that was a year ago, man. You know, and when you're 38, pushing 40, it happens overnight that you look. And, and you know what? I, listen, yeah, okay. You know, as far as Mayweather goes, I, you know, uh, I don't like Mayweather the person I just don't like him you know I, I don't but he's a talented fighter Bernard Hopkins is the same thing I don't like Bernard Hopkins as as the person only because I, I think I respected him more when when he was the bad guy and loved being the bad guy but then as soon as he signed on with Golden Boy he's trying to be the good guy and I just remember him as the bad guy so I kind of liked not liking the bad guy you know what I'm saying but but the bottom line is you know, here's a guy that had a fantastic performance against Kelly Pavlik and should have walked away at the top, man. I mean, this is a guy that could have went down for the rest of his life and throughout the eons of time uh, of, of you know, here's a guy, he's 40, whatever it was, 43 years old, man. He beats up on, a, uh, on, a, on the, the undisputed middleweight champion of the world, schools the kid, man, ruins his career, blah, 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 and walks away on top. You know, I mean, how... I mean, the guy's accomplished everything. He, you know he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, 
what better script can you write you know but instead he chooses to to come back he's trying to make some more money and I, you know what? i'm not going to knock him for that when i put my business hat on but you know he's not the same fighter he didn't look the same against enrique ornalis i mean come on you know uh, you know this whole stuff i'll get into it a little later with danny green you know he's he's hemming and hawing against danny green and I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that it, it's about the money. And, and Sugar Shane Mosley, although he looked really fantastic in his last fight uh, against uh, uh, Margarito, um, you know, it's going to happen to him um, that all of a sudden one day uh, he's going to he's going to age. Is it going to happen against Berto? I, I don't know, man. I, I don't think so. Um, you know, it's one of these fights where, you know, I just like both these fighters and, and you know, unfortunately somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. Um, but you know what? In, in, for, for Berto's case, losing to Sugar Shane Mosley isn't exactly a bad thing, uh, especially if he looks good. I don't know if it will hurt his career, but on the other side, on the flip side, if Sugar Shane Mosley gets beaten up pretty bad by Berto, everyone's going to be saying, See, he should have retired. He should have stopped. And and that, that last, you know, I don't know when to say when thing uh, will haunt him. You know, so, uh, you know, a lot of these fighters are great fighters. And, uh, you know, in like in any sport, you see it happening. Uh, there are exceptions. You know, uh, Brett Favre comes to mind. You know, guys going to the playoffs. Michael Jordan, uh, even though Michael Jordan was a shell of himself when when he came back uh, the nineteenth time, um, he still was better than most of the, the the young whippersnappers that were on the court. So, anyway, hey, listen, we're gonna take a break and uh, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Talk and Boxing with Billy C now has official merchandise available on TalkinBoxing.com. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and mugs, and yes, even undergarments. Talkin' Boxing Apparel is the perfect gift for the boxing fan in your life. Log on to www.talkinboxing.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-B-O-X-I-N-G.com. And place your order today. You want to make money? Now you can make money by turning your gold, silver, and platinum jewelry into big cash. The Cash for Gold. With 5% more cash than our largest competitor. I couldn't even tell you the last time I wore this clunky high school ring. Who needs this old gold chain DX gave me? This gold tooth don't even fit. Cash4gold.com. Fill out your name and info to request your free refiner's return pack. Free shipping, no hidden fees or other additional costs. Just put your bling in the envelope for your road to instant cash. Cash for Gold. Just follow the link at T-A-L-K-I-N-Boxing.com and tell them that Billy C sent Broadcasting in all corners of the globe on the web and radio. He would scoff at the stretch of that man. You're listening to Talkin' Boxing with Billy C. From upstate New York in the good old U.S. of A. Boxing is here to stay because we are here to stay. The best two hours of boxing talk on the airwaves. Join us here for two hours as Billy and the gang do what they do best. Every time I start talking about boxing, a white man got to pull a rocking mouth behind his ass. Rocking mouth behind was good. But compared to Joe Lewis, rocking mouth behind his ass. It's Joe Lewis's ass. Joe Lewis was 75 years old when he fought. Huh? What? We're supposed to be talking boxing. It's Talking Boxing with Billy C. Lou DeBella shares his thoughts. I almost got sick because there was an MMA poster in the window. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. Because when boxing's operating correctly, when you have a good competitive fight, there's no sport that's better. You're listening to Talkin' Boxing with Billy C. Sweet Susan Q. She was a rebel. 
And we're back. You're listening to Talking Boxing with Billy C. And uh, don't forget, if you like to uh, gamble a little bit on the fights, or football, or basketball, or baseball, or hockey, or, you know, when the first fly will land on that, you know, load of you-know-what, then you need to open up an account with uh, oddsmaker.com. It's real easy. Go to our website, www.talkingboxing.com, or go to billycboxing.com, and uh, just look for the, uh, the fight poster with the sexy girl on the front, and click that. And when you sign up, uh, if you use the promotion code BillyC200 and a referral ID of 1501221, you'll get 200% cash back of your initial deposit. Hey, you don't have to be a, a scholar to figure out if you open up an account with 100 bucks, you can end up with 300 So all you got to do is use the promotion code BillyC200 and referral number of 1501221, and uh, you'll be on your way to making some cash. And speaking of that, uh, there's more to that because uh, all you got to do is submit me your winning ticket on Sunday night. And uh, whoever wins the most uh, will win a special prize. Now, I promised you guys that uh, this year we're going to be uh, giving away some uh, uh, a lot more prizes and uh, a lot better prizes. And I'm going to kick it off right now. I'm going to give you the winner of the last week's uh, uh, whoever you know wins the most uh, contest. I guess that's what we're going to call it. Whoever wins the most uh, odds maker bet contest, you, you submit me the winning ticket. Rob Roberts won with a $52.24. And guess what you won, Rob? A title bout championship computer game, courtesy of title bout championship computer game. So uh, congratulations to that. Uh, he just won uh, a game that's worth uh, pretty much uh, what he just uh, won on the uh, – what a, what a weekend for him. He won uh, almost uh, the game worth what he won in, 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 a, little, uh, in a little gambling. So, uh, But anyway, right now we're going to – Our very own rebel, Elki Vivivona. Good morning, Elki. Good morning. How are you? Well, good. You know, you all you all recharged. You know, you you took uh, you took some time off. Uh, got ready for the new year. You know, how do you like this weather? Is it cold enough for you? Oh my God, I hate it. I'm afraid to go outside. I'm like wearing two jackets now. Well, make sure you wear that sweatshirt. <laughs> That's sweat. That sweatshirt will keep you warm. It. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, we. It's so cold. I know it's brutal. It's brutal. Uh, you got a bitch for us today? Um, <laughs> no one really emailed the bitch, but we came up with a bitch, and we wanted to bitch about Mayweather's asinine accusation of Manny Pacquiao. What's your thoughts um, on um, that? It's I making think. it's making a lot of news. There's been a lot of stuff. I don't know if you if you caught it, caught it, but uh, Shannon Briggs got uh, popped really for uh, for using steroids. Uh, New York Commission uh, released that the other day. That didn't surprise me. You know, I mean, he looked like yeah. he uses steroids, but Manny, big guy, he just looked abnormal. He did look abnormally big, so I'm not surprised either. I guess Shannon Briggs is an idiot anyway. Um, you know, maybe he should stop boxing and, and start weight training. I, I don't know. So what's your what's, what's, what's the bitch about the uh, the 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 uh, steroid thing with with Manny and uh, Floyd? You know. I, I, you know, I like Floyd as a boxer, but not, I mean, just listening to him talk is, is annoying. I can't believe that he would make such an accusation. I mean, it's like his arrogance is keeping him from admitting that Pacquiao can actually be that good. I mean, Pacquiao's never tested positive. I, I don't even know where he pulled that, pulled that out of. How, how do you just say something like that, you know? Um, 
I, I just think he's afraid to fight him, and he's looking for a reason to start some problems before, you know, he he, he fights him. Uh, I, I really don't think that he wants to step in the ring with him. You know, a lot of people are arguing <clears throat> uh, the, the complete opposite. You know, um, they're saying that, you know, Pacquiao's the guy that that's afraid to to you know submit the, the 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 test that that Mayweather is calling for and you know all of a sudden now the mentality is well you're guilty you got to prove that you're innocent you know which I disagree with but um you know Larry Merchant said uh recently he was on an interview that um uh you know he thinks that it was just a a promotional ploy by Mayweather that's kind of gotten out of hand I mean do, do you think it was that or, or do you think it was really an excuse, you know. I, I kind of think that, um, you know, I don't know if Mayweather's scared to fight Pacquiao. I mean, I want to see the fight. I, I mean, I have my own predictions who I think would win, but I don't know if I would think because in Mayweather's mind, you know, I disagree with him, but in his mind, he's the best fighter that's ever laced on a pair of gloves. So I don't think he's afraid of anyone. You know what? And to his credit, I, I have to say he has he has proven that he has the sickest defense I've ever seen. You know. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's not afraid, and maybe it's a promotional point, but it's gone way too far. Last I read, I, I believe Pacquiao wants to sue him for defamation. I mean, it's really blown out of control. You know, and what's really funny is I read somewhere that even Paulie Marignaggi, because apparently Bob Arum um, reached out to, to Lula Bella, he wants to fight Paulie in it, maybe. And uh, now Paulie took on the bandwagon and saying, all right, I think he's using steroids. Well, this is ridiculous. He was actually, you know, and, and Paulie was actually the first one that came out in the press and, and, and said it. You know, hey, listen, I talk to people every day in, in the boxing business, and I've heard uh, people make those kind of accusations that, you know, they don't, they don't, they think that he might be doing something illegal or whatever, you know, and if you're going to talk it and think it, that's fine, but, you know, to go the next step and, and to, you know, throw it out in the press is, is where my hang-up was over it, but, hey, speaking of the... Um, yeah, you're right. The defamation suit is, it's already been filed, number one. And number two, uh, it was announced that tomorrow uh, they are going to have a meteor, uh, medi- mediation uh, session between the two sides to try and get this fight to happen. You know, I, that's kind of funny to me. You know, it just seems that everybody else wants this fight except the two fighters. They're the ones that seem to be putting a wrench in this whole thing. Right. It's true, but I did also read that Manny Pacquiao actually agreed to that to me what this demands as far as random testing. Yeah, what so he I, what, I, what he wanted was he just wanted some kind of a cutoff because he didn't want um, that particular. At least this is the way I heard that he didn't want like uh, to be woken up in the middle of the night or or to get a blood test at the the day of the weigh in and and the Olympic uh, agency. You know, that's their M.O. That, that's the kind of stuff that they do. But, you know, all I'll say, and believe me, I'm not in Mayweather's corner at all, but Mayweather would have had to have conformed to the same thing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I don't hear Mayweather saying, I do it too. He's saying, no, Manny Pacquiao has to do it, you know. But I also agree with Pacquiao. I don't want, you know, come on, I wouldn't want somebody waking me up out of my sleep to take blood. And this is ridiculous. You know, he has a fight coming. He's preparing for a fight and he, he will need a draft. And here they say, oh, well, we'll wake you up in the middle of the night to take some blood. This is ridiculous. Is the fight going to happen? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think everyone wants to see it. Why would it happen? I think they'll pay him enough to make it happen. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> the money is, is outrageous that they're talking, but um, do you think it's going to happen in March like, like they kind of was hoping? No, I would probably probably by summer of anything. I don't think it happened in March. You know, you know why I, I think Mayweather's going to run his mouth enough to, to drag it along. Well, you you know what? One of the things that that is real important about this that seems to be all of a sudden playing second fiddle was the fact that uh, Pacquiao is, is going to be running for public office again in in the Philippines, and he's got to start his campaign. Uh, in April, the elections are in May, so he's going to start his uh, campaign or whatever, his whatever he's got to do um, to try and uh, muster up the votes. So, and and that's something he's already announced. He's 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 on he's on the ballot, you know. So, um, if they don't do it in March, I'm not sure. I guess it would have to be, you know, way after the summer, you know, after the elections, and he would have to train again. So, um, timing, you know. You mean after he wins? <laughs> well, I he, think he's a god in the Philippines. <laughs> I know, but they—they they, he had run once before and actually lost, you know. And, and um, really, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I don't know enough about um, what he was running for and and who he was running against and why he lost or whatever. But I agree, you know. I think once he hangs him up, that he will get into uh, politics in the Philippines. And and you know what? With that said, that's why I lean towards believing Pacquiao not thinking that he would take that chance of 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 you know getting egg on his face so to speak in front of uh, all his people in in the Philippines because that means so much to this guy. Yeah, oh my god, if he is on steroids that have tarnished all, his entire reputation and and that's a sure loss to him. Um it's a hard call. It's a hard call. I really don't think he's on steroids, but um I mean Maybe he'll work it out. Maybe maybe Mayweather finally shut up now that he's being sued. Um, Mayweather just has a big mouth. He and he, him and Paulie both annoy me to no end with their mouths. And you know, I'm not surprised that Paulie actually said something like that because you know he should change his name to Paulie the Clown Malignaggi. <laughs> Okay. I, you know what? That's what I love about you, man. I I agree with you on that. You know, didn't we have a um? Didn't we have a bit a bitch about his green tights? Did did we did we have a bitch about that, or was that just like one of my own mental? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, someone actually emailed in bitching about his tights. He's an idiot. I mean, he's a nice guy. He just does really stupid things, and he says really. You know, it's funny. I've He's seen, so I know, back. I know you've seen him a, a bunch of times at Gleason's in New York, in, in Brooklyn, and, and, and I've, you know, gotten to see him there uh, a few times myself. And, you know, with the exception of the get-up, you know, he always walks around like a real girly girl uh, with his outfits and stuff like that. With the exception of that, he does seem like a different guy um, out, you know, when the cameras aren't rolling. Right. He's, he's actually very quiet when the camera's not on him, which is really funny. Um, I bumped into him in the mall in Staten Island, and he was just like, you know, a normal guy with jeans and a jacket on, but... Uh, he wants to put on a show. <laughs> he wants. To, he has, he likes being on television. So you know, to do something outrageous and, and stupid, you know, in order to get that that time on air. I, I don't know. I don't find him amusing. I don't find him entertaining. 
Well, all right. What if you're gonna say that's really stupid now? You gotta, go, you gotta get in that gym and start hitting that heavy bag, man. You know, you do it. Sound, I think it's I'll sa- be in next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, listen, Elkie. Thanks for getting up and uh, stay warm today. I know it's gonna be very windy in the big city where you are, and uh, keep us posted. All right? I know. I'm headed out now to work. I'm so miserable. I don't want to go. My house is so warm. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it this way. It's probably warm. It's probably warmer at work than you got to keep your thermostat at the house, right? That's true. I save money going to work. <laughs> I make money. <laughs> Elkie, we'll talk to you next Monday, all right? Okay, have a good one. All right, girl, take care. That's Elkie Vivona giving us uh, her Monday morning bitch session, and she's bitching about something that uh, I got to agree with her on 100%, man. I think that whole thing is... Uh, it's kind of crazy, but uh, but thank God we have other other things to talk about, you know. But uh, anyway, you know, uh, earlier I was mentioning B Hop and uh, my thoughts on him. Um, you know, Danny Green, you know, wants to fight uh, B Hop, and and you know, Danny Green uh, without a without a. Um, I'm not I'm not dissing Danny Green by by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, he's in a position to. Uh, uh, you know, kind of, kind of takes some of these these fighters that uh, you know were 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 real great uh, in their in their youth, and and now they're all you know hanging on there. He, he just uh, dismantled uh, uh, Roy Jones Jr. recently, and and Roy Jones instead of accepting the uh, the the defeat like a man, he's uh, you know accusing him of of loaded gloves and everything else. And, you know, he wanted to fight B-Hop. Now, B-Hop, uh, who, you know, just was telling you that, uh, um, you know, the guy's, uh, he's doing it for the money, you know. And the bottom line is, you know, my opinion is that if he would have went to Australia, he could have pocketed several million dollars, uh, probably more, several million more to fight in Australia. But he refused. And um, he refused because, uh, you know, his his line is that he didn't think he'd get a fair shake, you know. Um, and, and quite honestly, he's not a fan-friendly fighter. I mean, people that like B-Hop uh, are really remembering his accomplishments of years gone by and his most recent accomplishment with Kelly Pavlik. Uh, I, I, I think it would be hard to find someone um, that would tell you he's an exciting fighter. Uh, I don't think he's exciting at all. I think he's uh, pretty boring, especially uh, the the older Hopkins, the the Hopkins that we saw. Although I thought the the Kelly Pavlik fight was exciting, but uh, originally uh, he was going to accept a fifty uh, fifty split, uh, and then uh, reneged on that, and and uh, uh, you know says now he wants a sixty forty uh, split um, because uh, HBO decided to uh, uh, get into the mix. And uh, and do that, you know, and uh, you know, uh, you know, it 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 irks me when these guys uh, uh, do that, you know, um, and uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, um, you know. Who else is Hop gonna fight? I mean, Danny Green is 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 a is a fight that people would actually want to see, you know. I know I would, um, you know. Danny Green um, isn't yeah, and, and his style is actually good for Hopkins. Hopkins uh, obviously known for his defensive skill. Um, you know, he, he's not going to be dazzling you with any hand speed. He's not going to be bouncing around the ring on his feet. You know, he's going to be at that center of that ring and uh, he's going he's gonna to counterpunch you. He's going to try to make you miss. He's going to work your body. And Danny Green uh, happens to be a perfect kind of an opponent for that kind of fight because Danny Green's going to come forward. He's going to try and knock Hopkins out. 
I would have thought Hopkins would have jumped all over this, um, but no. You know, and I think that some of the uh, you know games that's going on with Roy Jones Jr. Uh, is happening because Roy Jones is trying to save some face and um, and get uh, uh, you know back in the mix to, to fight Hop. You know, a lot of people uh, had wanted to see that if Roy Jones had beaten Green. Uh, that could have really uh, led to, to to some fanfare, you know. And and quite honestly, I think Hopkins and and Roy Jones Jr. would make a better fight. You know, two two older fighters, um, you know, fighting each other isn't bad. Um, it's when you get one old fighter and a younger fighter. Now, let's keep in mind, though, Danny Green is no spring chicken. He's he's thirty eight, I think, thirty eight or thirty nine. So, uh, yeah, I think um, I just think that. It would be, uh, uh, I think, it would be a good fight, and um, I, I just, I, I, I would think that B Hop, you know, especially since a, uh, HBO is in the mix, um, you know, I just think, you know, Sydney, Australia, man, you could make a few extra mil, but uh, then again, B Hop doesn't need a few extra. He just, he's looking for all the edges he can get, and uh, having it in the states is a huge edge for him. You know, having it on primetime USA TV, uh, HBO, that's a huge edge for him. So. We'll see what happens with that, but uh, I have a feeling that fight's going to happen. Speaking about fights that are going to happen, Juan Carlos Burgos. He's undefeated 23-0 with 16 knockouts of Tijuana, Mexico. Uh, he's going to be uh, getting on national television for the first time, believe it or not, uh, when he takes on Carlos Oliveira, who's only got one defeat, 25-1, and 19 uh, uh, knockouts. I believe uh, uh, Oliveira's uh, loss, I don't have his... Uh, Reckon in front of me, but I believe it was his first fight, and he's won uh, uh, 25 since then. So he's a Brazilian fighter. It's taking place in uh, Laredo, Texas. Some people are still fighting in Texas, and um, you know Oliveira is uh, uh, making his pro debut on TV as well. It's a 10-round uh, main event, and it will be on ESPN 2's Friday Night Fights. Um, you know, the ESPN. Um, you know. I wish they did the the Friday night fights every Friday. You know, I wish they didn't have the their season. You know, but uh, anyway, uh, we were talking about Mar- Matt uh, Remillard, and I was messing up, uh, uh, referring to uh, 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 Andy Lee fighting Matt Vanda, because Vanda is the one that's fighting uh, Peter Manfredo Jr. And I confused him mistakenly uh, with uh, Brian Vera, uh, but uh, Matt Remillard. It's one of these young fighters. He's a featherweight. If you've never seen him fight, uh, this kid is is the real deal. He's 20-0 now, and uh, he's only 23. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of people about this kid. And uh, he's he's a guy that uh, um, is, uh, when all is said and done, a lot of people think he's going to hold multiple world titles. Uh, He's fighting a guy uh, in a uh, rematch against... uh, uh, Raphael Laura, and we'll see we'll see how he fares. Laura's not a a, a slouch either. Um, you know he's uh, um, uh, fighting. Uh, uh, he's eleven and zero, five knockouts. So uh, you know um, we'll see what happens with that. 
Um, but uh, I don't know why they're calling that a rematch. It, it was never. Uh, it was never a rematch. They, these guys have never fought before. But uh, uh, hey, you know what? We'll see what happens. He uh, his last fight, Matt Remlards, was uh, uh, in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, he won a, a six round, stay busy kind of a fight. Um, you know, that's my only knock on uh, on Matt Remillard. You know, he, he needs to step it up now. He's fought some uh, some big fighters, uh, but they've been way beyond their uh their 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 prime you know so uh he's looking to, to make that step this year uh he's looking at uh, uh 2k10 to be uh to be his year where he really steps up but uh talking about a guy that uh, <laughs> uh step up uh, step out how about how about just stop uh evander holyfield you know he was scheduled to fight in uganda on january 16th against franz botha um but um it's not gonna happen it's uh they posted pwned it uh it was reported uh uh yesterday or or actually i think it was reported on saturday that the fight uh, has been pushed back to february 20th one of the things uh that uh, that turned that made this uh, uh be stepped back was that they have just received uh a major sponsor and you know they um um uh, the uh, organizers the promoters of this fight um we're hoping that they would have had this uh, sponsor a lot earlier, and it just it just happened. Like uh, I think the the week of Christmas, the week before Christmas. So they feel that they need uh, more time to sell out eighty thousand seats. That's what they predicted when uh, when these guys signed uh, uh, the contracts uh, for this fight, um, the, which has been a while. Um, eighty thousand people to see. Holyfield and and Franz Botha. Now let's let's keep in mind it's in Uganda, and um, you know Evander Holyfield is is a is a is a big name in in boxing. So um, you know I, I would hope that they would uh, uh, you know add um, uh, a pretty decent pretty decent undercard for this fight and 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 have uh, uh, this and and incidentally it's a world title fight the WBF the World Boxing Federation. Uh, it is a world title. You know, the truth of the matter is, if should Holyfield win, and a lot of people, uh, the the worst thing that happened to to for for boxing is Evander Holyfield got robbed in his fight against uh, Nikolai Valuev about a year ago. He was forty seven at the time. Um, you know, everyone that watched that fight that I talked to felt that he won, including myself. Um, and he hasn't fought since. So here's a guy that's you know forty seven, uh, and you know he takes a year off, you know, and he gets this fight now. Francis Botha, you know, that's a decent fight for for Holyfield. Um, you know, I could see Holyfield winning that fight. I hate to say, um, but uh, but where does he go from here? I, I would hope that if he wins in February. That uh, this guy just turns around and says to himself, "That's it. I accomplished my goal. My goal was to win another world title, and I just did. Uh, be as it may, it's the WBF world title, uh, but it's a world title. A lot of uh, uh, older fighters ended their careers with not so famous titles, um, but uh, uh, you know, I, I think he should just hang them up at this point. I mean, um, you know, at some point in time." Uh, this guy is going to uh, uh, start paying the piper. You know, as a matter of fact, if you've heard him speak lately, he may be paying the piper right now. So uh, it's a shame, you know. I mean, uh, think about some of the fights that uh, he's been in. 
you know uh he won uh he got 34 million dollars for the second fight against mike tyson um you know uh that was the famous uh nibble and mike tyson had a nibble off a piece of his ear you know i you know he's won some big money they claim that he's mo- he's earned more than uh 200 million dollars uh as a as a pro and uh if you remember uh, last year, um, last year that was last week, but uh, midway through last year, um, you know, we were talking about him uh, losing his house. You know, and uh, you know, he's a guy that's uh, you know made two hundred million dollars. You know, he's also got a house that you know has what eighteen bathrooms. You know, there's a full bowling alley in there. There's uh, you know, he's eighteen bathrooms. He probably hasn't sat on a crapper in every single one of those bathrooms. You know, could you imagine walking through a house as big as that? And all of a sudden stopping in front of a door and going, oh, my God, here's another bathroom, man. I didn't even know this one was here. And look, it's got a steam room in here, too. Oh, my God. You know, I just I couldn't imagine, um, you know, living in a house that big, let alone heating it or, or, or anything else, man. I mean, geez, 18 bathrooms. You know, I, I forget how many square feet it was. But, um, you know, and, and, you know, and the bank's like, well, we're foreclosing. You know, we're, we're going to sell it. You know, and and then you say to yourself, "Who's going to buy it? Who who can who can afford that?" I mean, you know, it's so it's mind boggling to to see the the differences in in the way uh, people live in the world today. You know, you, you go from one extreme to the next. You know, I, I saw some uh, uh, pictures of a uh, a, uh, a mudslide that took place someplace. I don't know, Brazil maybe, or Venezuela, someplace like that. And, uh, you know, it, it wipes out half this uh, community, you know. For, on New Year's Eve, you know, it happened. And, um, you know, I'm looking at all the buildings there, and, and the ones that didn't get uh, affected by it, very modest, very modest buildings. You know, uh, you look in the United States, uh, the majority of the people are, live very, very modestly. Uh, as a matter of fact, in these times, uh, people are living... Uh, uh, pretty pretty badly to be honest with you and um, you know all of a sudden you, the next step is you got 18 bathrooms in a, in a, in a bowling alley in a, in a full full regulation basketball court in your house you know you got a, you need you need a full-time yard guy you know and, and a staff to keep the lawn and the bushes trimmed you know but uh, uh, anyway hey listen we're gonna take a break when I come back I get some more boxing news to talk about uh, we got uh, uh, some great uh, more prizes that I'm giving away today uh, if you recall, I had I had asked you guys uh, uh, to give me. It was a last minute. Uh, it was a last minute contest uh, that I wanted to do. Uh, you know, somebody I said, "Hey, whoa me," you know, and uh, I got one, and I will announce uh, his prize uh, in uh, in a couple of seconds. So, well, about two minutes. Talking boxing with Billy C. Every week, two hours of the best boxing talk on the radio. Mike Tyson looked like he put on some pounds. He was fat. He went into McDonald's and he just said to them, hey, give me six of everything on the menu. He put on two watches and covered two time zones. I'm talking fat here. He got on a scale the other day and it said, come on, one of you guys got to get off. Last thing I heard is that he jumped into the ocean and he left a ring around the continent. He's <laughs> fat. Boxing with Billy C. Computers drive your business, and if you are sick and tired of being held hostage by your current computer support company, then you need Vector Systems. 
Vector Systems specializes in computer support for small business. Whether you need support for your hardware, custom software, or any Microsoft product, let Vector Systems put your mind at ease. With over 25 years' experience supporting small business computing, Vector Systems is the most cost-effective way to keep your computers running flawlessly so you can worry about your customers and not your computers. Call Vector Systems today to discuss your computer support needs at 518-656-3266. Don't be a hostage for one more minute. Call Vector Systems at 518-656-3266 for a free consultation. Vector Systems does web page design and maintenance. Call Vector Systems at 518-656-3266 today. Talking Boxing with Billy C. Every week, two hours of the best boxing talk on the radio. I have a bunch of questions, Donnell, right? If you feel like you want to, you can answer for J.D. first. Why will you win? J.D. Chapman, why will you win? Baby Holmes will get sick and get hit by a train that day on the way to the title. He might have diarrhea. He might have the flu. He might throw up. One of his eyeballs might fall out that day, and I might get lucky. Talking Boxing with Billy C. Hi, this is Bert Sugar, and you're listening to one of my favorite radio shows and one of my favorite announcers, Billy C., right here. It's Talkin' Boxing with Billy C. And we're back. You're listening to Talking Boxing with Billy C. Don't forget, man, check out the websites, www.billycboxing.com and talkingboxing.com. And uh, don't forget, you can get uh, the Talking Boxing with Billy C. show on your cell phone. And it's real easy. Uh, you can check out www.lightsout.tv uh, or um, just email the man himself, Mario, boxingpublicist at aol.com. Find out how you can get uh, the Talking Boxing with Billy C. show on your cell phone. It's that simple. And uh, while you're checking out websites, man, you got to check out uh, strictlybusinessboxing.com, boxingletstalk.com, and uh, drop uh, Armando from boxingletstalk.com an email. uh, Tell him Billy C. sent you. (coughs) Excuse me. And uh, for all your streaming needs, the-streaming-lounge.co.uk. My man John will hook you up there, but... uh, Anyway, some more boxing news. Uh, uh, you know, we got a couple of title holders. You know, I was mentioning uh, Timothy Bradley and 140-pound division earlier in the show and blah, blah, blah. But uh, junior welterweight division is probably one of the hottest divisions right now. Well, uh, two of the, uh, uh, you know, title holders, so to speak, Devon Alexander and Juan Urango. Uh, what a fight that would be. Well, guess what? Uh, it's uh, almost signed, sealed, and delivered. It was announced on ESPN uh, late, late last week that these guys are uh, in the final stages of uh, signing a contract Don King who uh, 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 promotes Devon Alexander and Juan Urango who's uh, working with Warriors Boxing um, these two guys uh, have apparently reached an agreement uh, verbally uh, as reported by ESPN and uh, it will be uh, on March 6th uh, on uh, HBO uh, Boxing After Dark so um, you know the it's been reported that uh they haven't come up with the exact purses, so uh, it's not signed, sealed, and delivered yet. But uh, most of the pieces are, are worked out, like it's on HBO, like it's March 6th, like 
you know they're putting both titles up you know like they agreed in principle and now the only thing that's not like is is the money you know so uh, uh we'll have to see and apparently uh uh, Don King will be the uh, main promoter of this show, so uh, we'll see what uh, uh, see what happens. Uh, not only is it uh, taking place on uh, March sixth uh, on HBO, uh, but it looks like it'll be in uh, Las Vegas as well. Um, keep in mind that uh, Devon Alexander is undefeated at uh, nineteen wins, no losses, twelve of his wins coming by knockout. He's only twenty two years old, St. Louis fighter. Uh, his uh, a lot of people think that his best performance was against uh, Junior Witter uh, last August, and um, you know Witter ended up being a quitter. They called him uh, Witter to Quitter. You know I know more of my listeners in in England are, are you guys are critical of of, of your fighters, but uh, they uh, uh, they love them when when they're on top and uh, they kick them when they're down. Like all of us, we all do it. You know it's not just them, but uh, and Urango is is a very uh, 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 exciting uh, fighter for sure. Um, you know his uh, uh, loss. One of his losses came to uh, Ricky Hatton, uh, and uh, uh, he fought that Randall Bailey. What what a fight that was! You know Scotty was talking about that, um, but uh, was talking about that being as a uh, a fight that you you kind of forgot about. And uh, both of these guys took a beating. As a matter of fact, um, Urango uh, could have been. They could have stopped the fight. He was in some serious trouble. Comes back to knock out uh, Randall Bailey in the eleventh. This guy comes nonstop for the whole time, and uh, his other, only other loss was uh, against Andre Berto. Uh, but uh, you know he stepped up in in weight for that one, so uh, I think it's a good one. Speaking of uh, good fights that are coming up, uh, Frank Maloney, uh, and uh, uh, you know I call him the two Franks, Frank Squared, uh, Frank Maloney, and uh, Frank Warren uh, from uh, from England. Both of these guys uh, are very busy uh, promoting fights in the UK. Um, well, we reported last week that uh, Rendell Monroe, uh, you know, he's uh, actually uh, the Commonwealth and European Super Bantamweight title. Um, he's going to be meeting with uh, his promoter, Frank Maloney, uh, pretty soon. And um, he may be, uh, he may have to give up those titles uh, to get in a fight. Uh, well, it's it's supposed to be already uh, being held. They just haven't had... Um, the uh, they haven't set the date yet, but uh, Victor uh, Terrazasas uh, in an elimination bout to fight for the WBC World Super Bantamweight title that's currently being held by uh, uh, Japanese superstar Tokishaka Nishishoka. Uh, <laughs> how bad did I kill that one? But uh, but in any event, uh, what will happen is uh, uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Rendell Monroe is one of these guys I uh, I like, man. I I just you know I love the fighters that fight they stay busy and you know they they keep fighting anybody that's put in front of them and uh some of these european fighters especially the uk guys um you know they're ready to make that transition let's let's start seeing them more here in the states man you know i mean uh between uh the uk and 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 germany and ukraine and canada you know everybody's carrying boxing on their back you know and then they come here to the states for the big fights you know all the little fights are, are being taken care of over there so we, we need to start seeing some of these fighters uh come on over to the states and let some of let some of the united states fans uh become fans so and speaking of uh, uh warren uh, we got uh i mean uh maloney <laughs> see i call him frank squared because i, I get him confused but larry on uh 
Alawambo uh, is a heavyweight. Now, if you see pictures of this guy, I mean, you know, his nickname is the War Machine. I mean, he just he looks like a, he, he's a scary guy just looking at. Uh, you know, he's only he's six and one. Um, you know, he's uh, he lost uh, uh, only the one fight, uh, but uh, he's starting to. I think I think it's a cash out here. They're, they're looking for him to uh, fight. Um, uh, Scott uh, Belshaw. Now, Scott, Scott Belshaw was a guy that just appeared in the uh, uh, heavyweight uh, prize fighter series, I, I believe. I'm, I'm 99% sure that he just did. Uh, but he's scheduled to uh, uh, fight on Friday, uh, January 22nd. Uh, what date? Uh, hmm, that date rings a bell for me. Oh, yeah, it's my birthday. But Ian Napa is the main event on that card. Uh, he's uh, making uh, a defense of his British Bantamweight title against Jamie McDonald. Uh, the co-main event is Ashley Sexton against uh, Yuzman Ahmed uh, for the vacant flyweight title, the vacant English flyweight title. And uh, Carl Johansson makes uh, his first uh, uh, appearance since he lost to uh, uh, top 10 by Ring Magazine ranked Kevin Mitchell back in March of 2008. Uh, you can get tickets for this event, uh, which is uh, going to be taking place, of course, in in, in uh, England, um, by going to frankmaloney.com. And uh, make sure you demand, like, any, any listen, any time that you are, uh, you know, looking for fights or, or you know, you're going to call and buy tickets or what have you, uh, you got to demand the Billy C discount and you'll get it so uh and if you don't you know, let me uh let me know but uh hey as I promised before we went to break um we have um we have a I I, I told you this year what we're going to do is one of the new year's resolutions that I was hoping that uh you guys would do is uh become more uh you know we want to get more of the uh, masses of, of our listener base, which, um, you know, goes beyond just the premium subscribers, but all of our radio listeners and all of our uh, other podcast subscribers, um, and there's quite a bit of views, get involved with the show, man. Go to Billy C. Boxing, join the message boards, email us. Uh, we want you more involved in the show. We're hoping that that's a New Year's resolution for you. You don't have to do it every single day, but just stay in touch. And, and, and for that matter, there's been uh, a lot of uh, people that... Uh, you know, I haven't heard from in a bit, man. Uh, there's uh, there's quite a bit of uh, uh, emailers that used to uh, email us on a on a regular basis, and we still have plenty of emails coming in, but from new people. Like it's it's you know some of the older guys I'd like to uh, uh, chat with again. But uh, uh, hey, I know how times can be. But anyway, I gave a uh, uh, a little contest. I said, hey, do something, man. You know, tell me uh, if you're the longest listener, you know, what your favorite uh, episode was. Uh, remind something. Give me something that will make me, um, you know, give you something for nothing. Well, uh, I got one, man, and uh, this is the winner, all right? Uh, I got more than one, but I'm saying this was the one I picked. And his his whole thing was he feels he's the longest listener, and he backed it up. He gave me all these reasons, and this is why he's he just won. And uh, wait till you find out. Uh, I got a lot of, you know, I just gave away. I told you, Rob Roberts got a, a, an issue of uh, Title Bout Championship Computer Game. Uh, we're going to be announcing a trivia question winner. Uh, and uh, the, the listener, uh, and he won for being the longest listener, uh, Matt Bonafodu. Matt Bonafodu, um, he is from Yonkers. And uh, he says he's the longest listener. And he proves it why. He says, uh, number one. His uh, the best episode that uh, he had uh, when uh, Ron Lipton, who's a, uh, actually was the guy who started the show, uh, being uh, a co-host 
And uh, we started this show uh, three, over three years ago in uh, Snoop's uh, boxing gym, which was a gym that uh, I was involved with. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, uh, we, we broadcast the show to help promote the gym, and we did it on a weekly basis, one hour once a week. And that's how we kicked off this show. And Ron Lipton was part of it. And Matt remembered that one of the first episodes that we ever had, uh, we were describing... Um, we were describing the the Snoop's gym because Snoop's gym was was could have been a, a really great gym if it wasn't for the the landlord and and the building was falling apart and everything else. But that's a whole other story. And he remembers about the siren episode, and he tells me I, I was laughing my ass off. We were laughing our asses off while we were doing it. It was a live show, and we we're like we're talking about the area. And next thing you know, you start hearing all these sirens and. It was just, it was just, it was like on cue, and it was totally, totally coincidental, and uh, he remembered that one, so, and I got a chuckle on that. Then he goes on to say, and then I, I you guys migrated as the morning show, which we did. We went from uh, a weekly one-hour show, then we increased it to a weekly two-hour show, then we added in a morning show. And Jeremy, our our show's producer, um, he was involved with the show uh, as a as a co-host in the morning, and and it was a different kind of a show. We ha- we had like we were trying to appeal to to other uh, audiences and stuff, so it was a little comedy, a little modern stuff, and and of course boxing. And um, we did both of these shows. We did the weekly two hour show, and then we did the daily morning show. And um, he remembers uh, his favorite morning show episode. Is he goes, uh, Jeremy and the EPA over his oil spill, <laughs> which made me die laughing because uh, Jeremy uh, had uh, a collection of let, let's just say he had a collection of uh, vehicles that that you know it was uh, uh, you've heard chitty chitty bang bang you know well, that, that was like Jeremy's cars you know and and you know he drive through puddle and he did stupid stuff too drive through a puddle. And then, you know, stall the car out right in the middle of the entrance of the studio so no one else could get in or out. And then he runs into the studio just as the show's kicking off, you know. Um, Anyway, I had made a comment about him because he parked in a spot and he was leaking transmission fluid all over one morning. And uh, what uh, what Matt is uh, talking about was uh, uh, the EPA comment. I said, yeah, there's a sticker on your car, the uh, Environmental Protection Agency. <laughs> he wants to talk to you about your oil spill. So, and uh, he said he said his favorite show of 2009 uh, was, uh, believe it or not, and I've heard this a lot from from you guys, was the Legend versus Legend with Muhammad Ali against Jack Johnson, and uh, Jack Johnson won that. And um, I was surprised, you know, I, I happen to have had Jack Johnson and uh, Scotty had Muhammad Ali. And, and I really thought that, that most of the listeners would um, would pick Muhammad Ali only because of, you know, uh, the, the, you know, how popular he is. And um, he, he ended up losing. It was very close. We, we extended it. Um, uh, it may have even, you know what, now I'm thinking it may have ended in a draw. I got to listen to that show again. Um, that show may have ended in a draw. I got I to gotta remember. Uh, I know Johnson didn't lose, but it, it may have ended in a draw. Anyway, I want to thank uh, Matt uh, Bonafodu from, uh, uh, from Yonkers. And uh, Ma- Matt, uh, you just won yourself a pair of tickets to the Mohegan Sun show that we were just talking about on January 29th. Uh, so congratulations to that. Email me your address, and I'll make sure I get those tickets out to you. Um, Incidentally, uh, anybody that's uh, in the New York, uh, Connecticut, New England area that's, uh, you know, within a, a few hour drive from Mohegan Sun, 
uh, you better get involved. All I'm going to say is we're going to be giving away some tickets to that show uh, coming up uh, this week. So uh, make sure you get involved with that uh, because, uh, uh, you know, obviously somebody in California, uh, I don't want to, you know, have somebody win a pair of tickets in California and not be able to use them. So, uh, you know, anybody that's uh, been considering getting involved with the trivia question or any other contest that we might have, now's the time. So uh, Mohegan Sun tickets are going to be available. Uh, I'll be giving them away, giving them away, giving them away now uh, for uh, for this week and next week. So uh, actually, we got to start. The, the, it's supposed to start next week. So, uh, but Matt, I couldn't. I loved your uh, email. So uh, email me address. I'll send you a pair of tickets. So Matt uh, Bonafoto, uh, congratulations to that. But uh, hey, uh, Peter Schultz is a is a uh, boxing manager in Germany. He works with uh, a lot of the best fighters, including uh, Kavorian Gever, the guy that uh, Torsken Kanzemeyer is working with right now. And uh, he sent me an email and let me know about the uh, the, the contract that was uh, actually released after. I, I didn't get a chance to talk about it because we didn't do a show, but uh, it hit the news after uh, Peter uh, emailed me. But uh, WBA middleweight champ uh, Felix Storm uh, signed a 10-fight deal with uh, UFA Sports uh, for 20 million euros. Now, 20 million euros is like, I got to check with Torskin, but I'm, I'm thinking that that's like, um, uh, like maybe $28 million <laughs> over 10 fights. Talk about some buku dollars, man. Uh, Felix Sturm, you know, and uh, uh, yeah, he's got a, a WBA title, but that's a huge deal. Uh, this doesn't... Uh, it's not as simple as it sounds. Universum still claims that they have uh, a contract in place uh, through uh, 2012 uh, with uh, Felix Sturm. So uh, we'll have to keep our eyes open for that. But uh, but I want to thank uh, Mr. Schultz for telling me what was going on in the German newspapers. And then a couple of days after that, it was uh, on the Internet. So uh, uh, we uh, we knew about that. Uh, Derek Poo Innes. Uh, you know, I, I want to thank Mark Abrams, who's uh, part of this show, uh, for sending me uh, not one, not 10, not 20, but 30 copies of this press release. Um, hey, Mark, you think you can tone it down a bit? I mean, uh, maybe three copies is plenty. I mean, uh, you know, but uh, but in any event, uh, Derek Poo Innes uh, is going to be uh, fighting uh, Edwin uh, Vasquez uh, as part of... Uh, uh, the Turf Wars uh, fight card that's going to be in Philadelphia on January 15th. Uh, it's It sounds like a, a, a pretty good show. So, um, you know, it's sure to be uh, sold out. So if you're looking to get tickets, make sure you contact the legendary Blue Horizon and demand the Billy C. discount. Uh, the undercard is loaded with uh, a lot of uh, uh, very good uh, young fighters. So, uh, so check that out. Uh, and it's taking place, like I said, on Friday, January 15th uh, at the... Uh, uh, hey, you know what? It's going to be taking place at the arena in uh, South Philadelphia. But uh, the legendary um, Blue Horizon uh, was where uh, you got to see uh, Derek Poo Innes. And I, I just, uh, that's not where you got, if you want tickets, you got to call um, Power Productions at 215-240-9987 uh, and demand the Billy, D Billy C. discount. 215-240-9987. Uh, for ticket information on the uh, January 15th uh, card that's being held in South Philadelphia. Joseph Judah uh, is a guy that uh, 
you know they're calling him the best kept, kept secret in in boxing um you know he is uh obviously the younger brother of uh of uh, um, a former champion who's definitely seen better days zab judah um this guy just uh, formed his own promotional company and uh he's going to be uh, uh making uh his boxing uh, debut uh, on uh, for his company on January 29th in Detroit, Michigan. So uh, we'll see what uh, happens with that. It's going to be um, uh, promoted by Clip Boxing. So uh, we'll see uh, we'll see what happens with uh, uh, Joseph Judah. Uh, we're we're going to try and get Joe on the show. Uh, he works with a good buddy of mine, uh, Mac Roberts. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens uh, with that. I got to reach out to him. But uh, uh, speaking of reaching out, um, make sure that uh, you start to make those plans. Uh, for uh, for the Johnson Jeffrey Centennial, uh, can you believe it's been a hundred years? You know, um, uh, well, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, none of us uh, that are listening to the show were 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 there. But um, the bottom line is, it's a hundred years. You know, we talk about uh, this show, uh, this fight. You know, a lot. At least we do on this show. Uh, and you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Jack Johnson's, and and I've just become a, a more of a fan of uh, James Jeffries, and some of his, um, uh, you know, stuff that I read. James Carney Jr. put out a, a great book on on James Jeffries, and you know, I learned some stuff I, I just didn't know about the guy, um, you know, by reading his book. Well. Uh, um, uh, Adam uh, Pollock is also put one out, and uh, I'm going to be uh, getting him on the show and talk about his book. Uh, Clay Moyle did a book review on it. Clay Moyle, of course, you know that name. He's the guy that wrote the Sam Langford book. Um, he's helped me immensely with uh, some of the uh, uh, materials that I needed to, to work on my book. Uh, and my book, uh, I'm hoping, is going to be finished, with, at least in writing, um, hopefully by the end of this month. So. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, we can get this uh, released maybe, maybe in time for the Johnson-Jeffries fight, which would be cool. But uh, I'll tell you another thing that's cool. Oh, incidentally, you want some information on that, make sure you book it, Dano, um, as soon as possible. Uh, I know that uh, uh, a lot of the, the, at least the casino that we're all going to be staying at and where a lot of this stuff is going to be being held at the El Dorado, it's going to fill up quickly. Um, go to our websites, uh, www.talkinboxing.com or uh, billycboxing.com and click the big uh, Johnson uh, Jeffries poster that my man Curon made up. And uh, that'll take you, <coughs> excuse me, take you to the site where you can get all information on that. Make sure you mention Billy C. You want the Billy, D, the Billy C. discount uh, for, the, uh, for your room or, or whatever uh, you can get there. Um, show up, man. And if you're going to show up, Drop me an email and tell me that you're going to attend our little Billy C. get-together. Um, you know, Dave Wilcox is scheduled to be there. Myself, John Robbins. Um, we got uh, Rusty Rubin. Rusty Rubin is a, uh, uh, an author and also um, was the founder of uh, uh, ringsports.com. Uh, and, you know, great, great guy. He happens to live in Reno. Uh, he's going to be there. We got some other guys. I think Dave Murphy. Dave, you're, I think you're showing up too, right? But um, uh, we, we plan on having a lot of people from the show and hopefully a lot of listeners. And uh, if I get a count, if I can get a head count uh, fairly soon, uh, I will uh, know what we're going to do, whether it be a dinner, uh, uh, maybe a cocktail hour, maybe just uh, like what we do at the uh, Hall of Fame. You know, I, I put out a little spread, you know, and I want you to come on me, of course. You know, it's not like you got to pay anything. So uh, anybody that's uh, 
You know, hey, you got to pay for the T-shirt, but you're not going to pay for it. You want to buy a T-shirt, you got to pay for that. You want to buy a sweatshirt, you got to pay for that. You want to come to a Billy C. get-together, that's on me, my man and my ladies. Especially, you know, for all the female listeners out there, we want you to show up. Leave leave your guy at home if you got one. And and if you don't have one, it's even better. Bring some friends. But uh, anyway, check out the uh, poster. Click that and, uh, and make sure you join us for that. And speaking of books, you know... I got a great opportunity, and uh, so did uh, several other people, uh, uh, to work with um, the authors of the Joe Gans uh, biography, uh, Colleen Acock and, and Mark Scott, uh, two terrific people. I, I've had the uh, delightful luxury of meeting both of these people uh, recently, and, and we've become very good friends. And they gave me a great opportunity to submit uh, a chapter uh, for their upcoming book, they're they're putting a book out, and hopefully, uh, it's going to be going to print soon. I, I'm I'm hoping it it comes out real soon. I can't wait to read it. Uh, when I when I found out all of the people that are involved with it, uh, it's going to be a great collection. Uh, I wrote a chapter on it too about the the same guy that uh, I'm writing a book on, and I uh, can't wait for it to come out. So uh, you know, if if you want a copy, make sure you it's it's going to be published by. Um, uh, McFarland is the publisher, so so uh, drop them an email. Tell them you want you want the new uh, Colleen Acock and Mark Scott book, uh, and find out when it's going to be available. Uh, it's going to it's basically a collection of uh, uh, twenty fighters that are virtually forgotten today, and every one of them uh, all great great fighters. I'm, I'm so glad that uh, Colleen and Mark were able to do this uh, project, and I'm even more glad that I got to be part of it too. So. Um, I'm looking forward to, to the book. So I hope you guys are too. And if you need some info on it, drop me an email and I'll forward you to them. So uh, maybe you can get a signed copy. I know they like that. And they'll be on the show. Don't worry about that. And uh, one other thing I want to mention uh, is the fact that uh, this year we have the uh, uh, Hall of Fame. And we will be doing a Billy She get-together there too. So um, one last thing. I want to apologize for all the premium subscribers that uh, were inconvenienced uh, why we gave away uh, the premium subscription uh, over the holidays uh, to all the uh, uh, boxing fans? We did. Uh, we were successful in in picking up uh, uh, quite a n- uh, number of uh, sub- new subscribers. So welcome aboard to to all the newbies. Uh, as, as somebody I think even used that term, uh, emailed me and said, "I'm a newbie." And uh, you know, uh, the thing is this: you know, we try to be the best show. And eh, you're not going to agree with everything I say, of, of course. I don't want you to. I don't want a bunch of robot listeners. Um, but uh, but you know what? You're going to get uh, you're going to get passion in the show. All of our contributors are are the best that uh, the business has to offer. Uh, and we're open for suggestion. You know, uh, we have a, a lot of segments that uh, that people absolutely love. But if you have an idea, f- feel free, man. Email it to me because uh, I'm totally open for suggestion. Except for one thing. There is nobody that's going to convince me that Mayweather is a good guy. So you can stop that right now. Um, there's, uh, there's, there's two guys, and I'll be right up front. There's two guys that I just absolutely uh, can't stand in, in the sport of boxing and, and it has nothing to do with their abilities. Well, although one of them, it has to do, you know, Mayweather is, is one, uh, and that's only because of the way he is nothing to do with his boxing ability. But yes, I do agree that, that, uh, some of the older, uh, welterweights back in the day, uh, you know, Sugar Ray Robinson comes to mind. And yes, I know a lot of people remember him as a middleweight, but, uh, he was best at welterweight. Um, 
wouldn't have Mayweather wouldn't have lasted with him. The other guy that uh, I'm not too crazy about is B.J. Flores, and B.J. Flores uh, is the same kind of guy. Talks all kinds of smack, doesn't doesn't live up to it. But Mayweather, by no means am I comparing with B.J. in terms of talent. Mayweather is far above, far above B.J. B.J. has has no talent. That's my hang up with him. He acts like he does. And the only other guy that's on the cusp would be David Hay. And David Hay, I, I was starting to, to swing a little about him. I, I, I don't mind that kind of, of, of smack talk. I don't mind it. It's when you smack talk and then back away. That's, that's what uh, irks me. But uh, in any event, uh, congratulations to, uh, or uh, welcome, I shouldn't congratulate you, but uh, welcome to, uh, to listening to the show. But now, wake up. It's time for the oh. It's Too Early for a Trivia Question. Question. Well, today's, or last week's, uh, it's too early for a trivia question question. Got a lot of right answers. I thought this would be a lot harder, but uh, Damon, Damon, I'm sorry, Damon Clark of Charlotte, North Carolina, he knew the correct answer. Uh, of all the world champions, of all the world heavyweight champions through this year, last year, um, who had the shortest reach? You know, a lot of people, I got a bunch of answers that said Mike Tyson. And, and although Mike Tyson was a great uh, uh, great answer because his reach was 71 inches, Rocky Marciano was the correct answer at 68 inches. And Damon Clark won. Uh, normally we give away, um, you know, a magazine or, or uh, you know, if we have some special stuff uh, like uh, prize fighting books, uh, it's been great. They, they give us uh, some great reads. Uh, we give away uh, those. We also give away um, uh, pugilistica.com. Has been real cool with some uh, photos and cards and 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 posters and everything else. Uh, so every day we're going to give uh, one of these things away. But today I I was in a giving mood. I wanted to kick off 2K10. Uh, so I'm I'm giving away another copy of uh, Title Bout Championship Computer Game. So congratulations, uh, Damon Clark uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina. You just won yourself a copy of um, the Title Bout Championship Computer Game. Please email me. Uh, actually, I don't need your address for that. I will email you uh, the code. So, um, And Rob Roberts, you got to email me. Actually, Rob, you won the uh, other copy that I gave away today for the, uh, for the odds maker. Uh, dot com and and I have all the info from you so I was asking you for your address but I don't need it I have everything I need for the title bout but what I do need is I need um, the winner of the tickets uh, uh, from uh, um, I'm sorry <laughs> Matt Matt Bonafudu photo uh, from uh, Yonkers you got to email me your mailing address so I can send you the tickets so congratulations to Damon Clark uh, and uh, today's trivia question so listen you got to be in it to win it. Uh, what's on the line? Uh, you know what? Probably uh, we'll give you a couple of choices. We got the ma- no Premier Ram magazine. We got to give away. That's on the line. We'll give you an issue of that. Who had the most consecutive knockouts in his pro career? Who had the most consecutive knockouts in his pro career? If you know that answer, email me Billy at talkingboxing.com. One last time. Who had the most consecutive knockouts in his pro career? Billy at talkingboxing.com. <laughs> This day in boxing history. And finally, on this day, January 4th, in 1943, Slugger White wins a 15-round decision over Willie Joyce to win the Maryland World Lightweight title, and that took place in Baltimore 
on this day, January 4th in 1943. That concludes our show for today. Please, all of the premium subscribers, if you do spread the word and get another buddy of yours or, you know, do like my man Lonnie did. He forced people to join. Um, you get a premium subscriber please make sure they mention your name so I can send you something for it. Hey, we're not giving away uh, anything to the to the subscribers anymore. That was our promotion that we did uh, for the last uh, couple of weeks. So everybody that subscribed. Oh, and by the way, for all you new subscribers, the weather's been bad. I have all your stuff. It's going out. Uh, you will be getting uh, the gifts that you chose, the prizes you chose, uh, will be being mailed either today or tomorrow. I, I had thought I would be able to get them out uh, on Friday or Saturday, but... Uh, it was too cold, man. I, I couldn't I couldn't get out. So uh, they'll be being mailed uh, today, so you'll get them in a couple of days. Hey, you know the deal. Tune in tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. Ciao.